0: our pastor, Pastor Andrea Jones, and we know the R stands for Ruak. All right, RCC, let's give God a great big hand clap today. Thank God for allowing us to be uh, here again and uh, thank God for Rob and Rob's fighting through that cold, but he he fought through it and now he's, and now he's eating some carbs. That's awesome. It's good to be Rob, you know, uh, and thank God for Pastor Rick. Amen. It's always a tremendous blessing to our church and just to our lives. And uh, we're so excited about what God has for us. And just look at somebody and say, I'm excited about what God has for you. Come on, tell me, I'm excited about what he has for you. And uh, we're so thankful for what he's done. And it's going to be an amazing journey, an amazing journey for what God has for us. I do have something that we want to share with you today. Uh, but again, thank you for all those who came out to the growth track today. It's Um, And I pray that you're seeing the value in us having this discussion, right? Uh, And again, it's going to be the the fiber of our church, the culture of our church. uh, And when people come in, they're going to immediately get connected to that growth track because we want to get people growing. We want to get people growing. Amen. We want to get people connected to their purpose. So uh, if you uh, were not able to tag us in the growth track, make sure that you... Stop by and see Sister Jess, and and she'll get you tagged up for the growth track so that we can uh, get everybody growing, growing. Everything God touches should grow. Amen? Everything God touches should grow. Everything, no matter what it is. Uh, And so people that didn't make it today, I've got a couple texts on my phone, but let them know that they missed the growth track, all right? And let them know that they should have been here today for the growth track. Amen. And make sure that they're here on next week. Um, the great thing about the growth track for those that, that not make it, you can jump in at any time except, except for the fourth class. Uh, at that point, you've missed three. So, But you can always jump in at two. We allow you to jump in at two. You do two, three, four. And then the following week, you have to do that one. But um, we pray that you're seeing the value. And, again, it's to get you excited about what God has called us to do. Amen so coming up the steps today, I did have an Eagle's balloon that I brought for Brother Ben. You know, it's right there. Uh, I don't know if everybody saw that. So we, we were in the store, and my wife said, what are you doing? I said, I'm buying this balloon for Brother Ben. I'm going to put it by the steps so when he walks out, he'll see that Eagle's balloon there. That's how much I love Brother Ben. It just That's how much I love him. I just, I just want to be clear about that and make it public. It's a public love, Brother Ben, you know. I didn't hide it. So there were no giant balloons, obviously. There's no giants. Nowhere. I know. I know. I feel you. I, he's from New York, so I, I feel you, man. So, uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I did get the, giant, I, I did get the uh, eagles balloon, and uh, we are rooting that the eagles win because we don't like the Patriots. So we're going to go there, <laughs> um, but excited about it, and it's good to have good fun, right, and laugh and laugh and love. So we're excited about that. Again, I want you to get excited about our church. I want you to get excited about 2018. Amen. And know that your excitement, excitement is contagious. It's contagious. So if you're excited, if you talk about, you know, your church, or somebody, you don't sound excited, then guess what? They're not going to get excited. But if you sound vibrant and excited, like it is the place to be, you make it happen. You transfer that energy. So we want you to get excited about it. Today, when we watch that Eagles game, that, there will be not a quiet mouth in the arena, right? Everyone will go home hoarse. Because they will be screaming and rooting their top team on, right? Uh, bars, streets, wherever people are going to be today, they're going to be screaming. Why? Because they're excited about something. And excitement is an expression. And when you're excited about what God is doing, you ought to express it. Amen? And not be quiet. I mean, Sister B got an ego straight on. I mean, come on. It's, this is big stuff, church. I mean, this is huge. This is huge. This is big stuff. So, you know, we're excited about it, but I want you to get excited about what God is doing in our church. Amen? Amen. Let's jump to this word real quickly. I want to, if I was, um, I don't have a fancy uh, slide today for the opening, but I want you to write this down. uh, The Eden assignment, the Eden assignment, the Eden assignment. You know, one of my favorite scriptures is in Genesis, uh, which we're going to read. Uh, because, again, this goes, This is the year that we have declared a year of movement, right? So we want to get you movement. And the growth track is uh, the first implementation of getting you moving. I told you my focus is to get people moving, 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 moving. So by the time you get to this place next year, you're not going to know yourself. There's going to be so much great discovery about you, amen, that you're not going to know yourself. But, again, you, you got you to gotta give me that chance to work it, all right, and get it going for you. So we're talking about movement and I want to dig a little bit deeper into that Genesis um, chapter one and we're going to read that scripture in a minute. I want to dig a little bit deeper in, in seeing what God had given uh, Adam and Eve in that garden. Because I believe that if you understand the beginning of things, you can understand what your assignment is. Uh, I, want, I wrote this statement down. The Eden assignment is the only thing that God has given us to counter this world system. The Eden assignment is the only thing that God has given us to counter this world system. And so we're going to see in a minute that God gave Adam what we've preached on before, and we've talked about something called the blessing, right? We've talked about the blessing. You want to write that down, the blessing. And I was talking, uh, Pastor Rick and I was talking in the car coming back, and we were talking about the power of the blessing that when Jacob was uh, with with, uh, Laban, and remember, he kept renewing his contract in the book of Genesis, and he kept saying it was seven years, it was time for him to go. He said, well, stay another seven years, and he'd stay another couple of years. And it got so bad that Jacob said, listen, give me all of your blemished sheep. Give me anything that you consider blemished that you don't want. And he gave it to Jacob, and Jacob was so blessed. He walked in the power of the blessing so strong that those sheep became the best sheep in all the pasture. Right? Because when you walk in the power of the blessing, anything that's a curse turns blessed. Come on, you got to know who you are. You, you got to know who you are. So I, I, wanna, I want to kind of dig a little bit deeper in, this, uh, in the kingdom mandate where he told them to be fruitful, multiply, and replenish. And how that applies to you. And when you walk out of here, you're going to be excited about that. Amen? So God gave Adam this blessing. Watch well, this. Before he gave him a name. He gave him, thank you Pastor Rick, he gave him the blessing before he even gave him a name. So before God gave him and said we're going to call him Adam, God gave him the anointing and the functionality for him to succeed at what he was called to do. That's how important your purpose is. Man, I thought you'd be a little bit more excited about that, all right? Uh, so, <laughs> So before you... Let's, let's, take, let's take it even deep. Before your mother knew your mother, father, knew your father's father's father, for he knew his daddy's daddy's daddy, you know, uh, God had already chosen you, right? Had already preordained you and already had an assignment for you before there was a name for you. <laughs> before there was a name for you, he had already blessed you, right? So before God named Adam, he had already blessed him before he gave him his name. So let's look at the scripture real quickly. Uh, in the book of Genesis, chapter 1, verse 26 to 28, Now let us, who's us, talking about God, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, conceive a new creation, humanity, made in our image, fashioned af- according to our likeness, and let us grant them authority over all the earth. Man, that's good stuff. Let us grant them authority over all the earth. So when we look at humanity, man, They have authority over all all the earth. Now, God spoke to creation uh, to give this authority to, but his intent was for those who are connected to him to have this authority. You know that, right? So when Adam was in the garden, uh, he was uh, fellowshipping with God. The enemy came in and deceived man, right? And man lost his place authority or relationship with God, right? But that authority was intended to be given to you, as a child of God. Right? But man in general, God gave the authority unto man. The fish, the sea, the birds in the sky, domesticated animals, and the small creeping creature of the earth, verse 27. So God did just that. He said it and He does what He says. I can preach that all by itself. If you you, you were happy today, I can work that. But He created humanity in His image. Created them male and female. Then God blessed them. Now, I love it because God, when he creates, he created one man, but in him, he created everything. Can I say it again? He created one man, but in him, he created everything. So, God is so infinite and so amazing that when he creates one time, he creates everything that can ever come through that kind of creation. So, when he... (laughs) When he creates the tree, and we're going to look at this in a minute, in that tree has the ability to produce millions of trees. Through Adam and Eve has the ability to produce billions of people. God does not create one dimensional, right? When he creates and gives you purpose, he created you with all your purpose already in you. And it's revealed in phases. All right, we're going to prove this. Some of y'all got that looking at All right. We're going to prove it. Uh, verse 27, so God did just that. He created humanity and his image, created them male and female. Verse 28, God blessed them. God blessed them. They were just called male and female. Didn't have a name yet, right? Didn't, have, didn't say I'm going to create Adam or I'm going to create Eve. He said I'm going to create male and female and then he blessed them. So before Adam had a name, he had the blessing. So how important is that blessing? <laughs> Don't get caught up in names and titles. Make sure you're walking in the blessing. Because that's what separates you, not the fact that I well, I'm minister so and so, and I'm pastor so and so, and I'm apostle so and so, and I'm bishop so and so. Who cares? The point is, he says, before man had a name, he had the blessing on him. Man, and I want to get you connected to that blessing again. So then God blessed them and gave them this directive. Be fruitful and multiply, populate the earth. I make you trustees of my estate. I love how they put that. So care for my creation and rule over. He says, I made you trustees of my estate, care for it, and rule over. Now look at somebody and say, you have a big assignment. You have a big assignment. You got a lot to do. All right. So, So watch this. When God gave them that, man lost his authority, you know, that sin entered the world. The Bible says that before there was, um, well, let me back up. When he spoke, then he spoke to Noah, and he told Noah after the flood, gave him the same decree, and says, listen, I want you to go be fruitful, multiply what he was releasing the blessing on him. Again, Galatians chapter 3, you can write it down, read it when you get home, verse 13. He spoke to Abraham to restore it and to make sure that it transferred to you and I. Through Christ, we receive the blessing. Amen? Through Christ, we receive the blessing. Joseph was blessed that no matter where he went, they threw him in jail, and he still had the blessing on him. Moses was blessed. Joshua was blessed. God caused their, uh, even their hard times to flourish because they were blessed. Amen? Amen? So let's look at this uh, in the uh, King James, verse 28. And God blessed them, and God said unto them, be fruitful, which is para. Now, you know the Old Testament. I'm, just gonna, I'm not going to take you to Bible school, but I just want to give you this quick thing. The Old Testament was written in Hebrew, right? And the New Testament was written in Greek. So to really understand the depths of the Old Testament, sometimes it's good to go back and find out what that original wording was in the Hebrew. Because anyone that speaks multiple languages know that English is probably the worst language on the planet, right? Uh, my wife is uh, speaks another language, my, my my, uh, my father-in-law speaks three languages, and anybody that speaks multiple languages, knows English, just translations in English get lost often, that you don't really get the depth of what's being said. And so it's the same thing when you read the Bible, when you're doing your Bible study at home, it's good for you to have uh, um, some original context Then, If you want a book, I can recommend uh, a book that kind of shows both of them. But para, para is the Hebrew word for fruitful, and multiply, rabba, and replenish the earth, male, and subdue it, kabash, and have dominion, redah, over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over every living thing that moves upon the face of the earth. So what I want to do for these th- today and, and next week, and let's look at what that means. Because when you say be fruitful, I, I just think it kind of goes like this over our heads. Be fruitful. That sounds nice. No, it's not just Nice. <laughs> Be fruitful is a powerful word. It's when we look at para, let's see what para means. So there's four definitions for para. Are you ready to run today? We're going to run. We're going to run. Because you are blessed. Right? You are blessed. And he blessed them, and God said. And he blessed them, and he said. And he blessed them. So when he blessed them, this was a part of the blessing. The blessing was be fruitful, multiply, replenish, and subdue and have dominion. That was the blessing. That's why when Joseph got locked up in jail, he had to be in control because he was under the blessing. The jailer ended up giving him the key to the jail. That's dominion. <laughs> I mean, come on. The jailer gave him the key to the jail. Joseph, like, had the best spot ever in the jail, gave him the key, and the, and the jailer went away and said, Joseph, whatever you say to do, that's what we're going to do. I mean, that doesn't make any natural sense, right? But he was walking in the blessing. He was having dominion. He had the ability to subdue, right? Now, we're not talking about somebody that did something evil on purpose, and I'm in dominion. I, I can do <laughs> I'm going to go to jail. God give me get me out of jail, and I did something. I should be there. No, we're talking about Joseph who went to jail unjustly. But yet, watch it. Even though he had the key to the jail, he still stayed in the process, he didn't take the key and leave and say, well, I got the key, I'm going to leave. If you understand, God had him there for a reason and for a purpose. And that takes discipline when you can leave, but you choose to stay in the process. I'm almost done, y'all. Come on, come on. Uh, there's something, you, 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 you can leave. I, 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 I can go. When things get hard, man, there's times I feel like just packing up and going. I can, say, I can go somewhere where this is a lot easier, but it's not about having the key to go. It's about being what God wants me to be. And if you can mature and grow to where you can say, you know what? It's not about me taking flight, but it's about me staying in what God has called me to stay in. That's maturity and that's growth. Joseph could have took the keys and left, but he chose to stay in the process. And good thing that he did stay in the process because he became prime minister because he was subject to the process. Ooh, that word is so important. All right, so let's look at a couple definitions. Y'all ready to go eat some wings? I see. Be fruitful, para. <laughs> Ooh, Lord, help me today. Write this down. Means to be productive. Para means to be productive. This is important. So when he says be fruitful, remember now this blessings on you through Christ. Right? You are blessed through Christ. You're not cursed, you're blessed. So he says, when I bless you, and I tell you to be fruitful, I'm telling you that you have the ability to be productive. There ought to be nothing in you that's not productive. Man, that's good stuff. To be productive. I love it because Jesus didn't like anything that was not productive. As a matter of fact, in Matthew 21, 18 through 19, in the morning as he was returning to Jerusalem, he was hungry. Talking about Jesus. And there was a fig tree beside the road. He went over to see if there were any figs, but there were only leaves. Then he said said to it, never bear fruit again, and soon the fig tree withered up. He cursed the fig tree because it was not productive. And it was not productive because it lived underneath the curse. It didn't live underneath the blessing. So God, Christ did not even want to address or be bothered with anything that was not productive. God anointed you and called you to be productive. So everything you do, should, when you go to work, you should be productive. Why? Because you're blessed. Are you hearing me? You should be productive because you're blessed. You can't hide it. You may try to hide it, but your greatness, you shouldn't be able to hide. Some of you try to come into RCC to hide your greatness, but I can always see your greatness because you're blessed. And if you're blessed, your greatness can't be quiet. Right? It has to make some noise, Sister Chris. Right? You have the ability and the capacity to be productive. I love this, and I looked this up. Uh, and, and I wrote this down, and this is interesting. It said, the reason a piece of fruit or a vegetables are called produce is because they are the final work of that tree. Man, this is good stuff. So, when you want to buy some fruit or you want to buy vegetables, they say, go to the produce section. And when you pick that up, what you're picking up is a final product of something. Gosh, gosh. Uh, What what can the world pick up that's your produce? What have you spit out that somebody can say, this is is a great product? Uh, 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 Steve Jobs had a nice produce section. Come on, come on. I love his produce section. I mean, we all love brother Steve Jobs' produce section. I mean, it's rich. Uh, He got his watch. Uh, I mean, he he has a girl. What what are you producing? Right? Uh, it, It is the end. That means that that tree could not have made that apple any better. It is the final product. It is what it produced. Right? It is operating in its purpose. It is being a blessing to people. God does not want you just to be in church. He wants you to have produce. He wants you to be productive because you are blessed. Somebody say, I'm blessed. blessed. Write this down. Your purpose is in what God has called you to produce. Man, that's a good statement right there. Your purpose is in what God has called you to produce. Your purpose, that's tweetable right there, right? Your purpose is (laughs) in what God, Rob's tweeting right now. God has called you to produce. Your purpose is not in making money on Fridays. Your purpose is not in trying to look better than everybody else. Your purpose is not in trying to dress better than everybody else. Your purpose is in what God has called you to produce. So you got to get connected to your purpose so that you can produce what God has called you to produce. Because the orange tree does not have the capacity to produce apples. Because that was not its purpose. So it can't produce what it's not purpose to produce. That's why we need each other. I need what Sister B can produce. Right? Think about it. You didn't, you're not the tree that produced the apple, but you sure benefit from what the apple tree produced. You're not the tree that produced the orange, but you sure benefit from what that tree produced. There are people that are waiting to benefit from what God has called you to produce. Man, if you could just take this and use this. There are people that can't wait for you to get in production mode. So when you start producing, I'm just, I'm just here, I'm just a tree, I'm just taking up shade. I'm taking up space, but I'm not producing nothing. And that's a boring Christian. That's a boring life. God has called you to produce. It drives me nuts because my wife and I can be driving and I can be talking to people like, man, this is a great idea. We told each other at one point, don't give each other no more ideas we had a book full of ideas. Anybody else do that other than me? You just have ideas, ideas, ideas. And I'm like, I don't want any more ideas because I know the work it takes to produce. (laughs) Right? It takes work to produce. If I produced every idea I had, I'd be a gazillionaire, not a billionaire, a gazillionaire, because I have so many great ideas. Right? But production is a part of the blessing. Somebody say, production is a part of the blessing. All right, we almost there. You getting something? All right. Number two, uh, it means to grow up and grow out. Para, me, be fruitful, means to grow up and grow out. So first we find that it means to be productive, right? Now, we're still on the one word. We haven't even gotten to the rest of the thing. And look how rich that one word, that, that one part of it is. That's some good stuff. Productive, para, multiply, right? Para, be fruitful. To grow up and to grow out. Let's look at the scripture in Ephesians, chapter 4, verse 15 through 16. We're almost there. No prolonged infancies, we talked about that. Among us, please, we will not tolerate babes and wounds and small children who are, not, uh, who are an easy mark for imposters. God wants us to what? Grow up. That means that when you are growing up, you are part of the blessing. You are designed not to stay an infant right? Naturally, in the natural, you are designed to grow. Anyone that stays uh, looking like a child, there is a problem. There is a genetic problem going on, right? If you're not growing, right? Uh, There's something going on. You go, as a parent, you take them to the doctor and find out what's happening because something's not right because you are designed to grow up, to know the whole truth and tell it in love. So when we talk about para, be fruitful, we're talking about it is God's will for you to grow up And not just to grow up, but to grow out. That means that you're not just going to stay where you are, but you have influence. Grow out means influence. God has called you under the blessing to be a person of influence. Are you getting this here today? You have the ability to grow out of your original space. We live in a global world. Don't just stay locked in. I've only been to Philly. Man, the world is so great. It's so big. What God has given you can touch the world. You don't even have to go to the world to touch the world. There's something called the computer. I don't know if you ever heard of it. It's an amazing thing. I mean, the tool is phenomenal. It will take you anywhere you want to go, right? I was watching uh, 600-pound life on yesterday. <laughs> I don't know if you ever saw that show. It, 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 the 600-pound life is a TLC. I don't know what it is. And, and these are people who are like 600 pounds and over. And this lady was like almost 700 pounds. And my heart went out to her. But, you know, she had a computer and she had a headset and she listened to music eating a cupcake. And I said, this is how it opens. And I said, she got a computer. She could become, take a, get her doctorates while she's laying there eating the cup. I mean, I, 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 mean she can, I can't do that with my life. I said, you got a computer. I mean, you could go back to school now online and get your bachelor's master's and your doctorates. And I said, if she wanted, she could even teach online classes. from the. I mean, there's, <laughs> there's so much that you can do. I said, you can, start, you can sell on eBay or Amazon and don't even have to hold the product in your house. You can have it drop shipped from China over to your, I said, there's so much you can do. But she's in a predicament because of her mindsets. You can go to, the, I just gave somebody 10 businesses. I, just made, I mean, come on now. Uh, it, there's so much you can do, right, when you think about growing up. And growing out. <laughs> God gives you ideas and concepts that don't only have the ability to grow up, but your ideas and concepts have the ability to grow out. So what has God given you that has the ability not just to grow up, but to grow out? Somebody say, this is my season to grow out. Come on. Come on, this is my season to grow out. You're gonna put out a CD, you're gonna write a book, you're gonna do something. It's your season to grow out. You're gonna have a blog. Do something. Grow out. <laughs> I got an amen for Rob. Church is over. Church is over. That says it's time to go home now. I got an amen. It's been years Rob been here with me. I ain't never got one of those. That is huge. Get it on tape. I mean, that's huge, right? So, so what, what is God calling you to do? Not just to grow up, but to grow out. Grow out. Step out of what? your normal comfort zone is. What is God calling you to do? Meet somebody new. Do something different. I was telling Pastor Rick the story of uh, uh, of a homeless man that I, that I met on this week. His name was Trevor. And I was in a rush. I had my suit on. I just came from work. I'm on Broad Street and I'm walking past Wawa's. I gotta stop the Wawa's to get my coffee on my way home. Gotta stop to get Wawa's on. No story. Alright, so I'm going to my car and I see this man and I had you know, I had something in my bag. I said, let me just go over to give it to you. I said, hey, man, can I just give this to you? He was standing inside of the corner. He was talking to himself, and I walked over there to him, and I said, hey, can I give this to you? He looks in the back, and he says, no, I don't want that. And I got a little like, are you serious? You don't want, I mean, dude, you're on the corner. You're homeless. You, 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 don't, you don't want what I have. And the Holy Ghost convicted me. My Holy Ghost works outside of church. I don't know about yours. Miles works best outside of church. I mean, he really gets me. And the Holy Spirit convicted me, sister, uh, and, and he said to me, he says, uh, I, I, I said, he said, you know, don't say that. And I said, okay. So I said, well, what can I give you? He says, well, I can use a belt. I, said, I didn't expect to hear that answer. I said, all right. And he says, you know, I can, I can use some pants. I said, so what size are you? He said, you know, I'm a 32. So I'm like, all right, I gotta, I'm definitely not a 32, but, you know, I can find can find me a thirty two somewhere. So <laughs> she laughed at that. Was the data? That's funny. Yeah. Uh, so I, I said, okay, I'm not thirty two. So I said, you know what? Next time, I said, I, I'll take you to Macy's. You let me know when you can go. He said, I can go right now. So I didn't expect to hear that. Right. So now God's working on me. Right. God's working on me now. He's he's, he's Brother Ben, he's massaging me now. He's working on me, right? He's working on me. I'm like, man, this guy wants to go to Macy's now. I'm like, I, gotta, I need to go home. So uh, I said, okay, let's go to Macy's, right? So we're walking down the street from, I'm on 123 Broad, and Macy's is like three blocks down. Not a problem. We're walking to Macy's. We're talking about the Eagles. We're having a conversation. The man that was talking to himself on the side of the corner as a defense mechanism is actually intelligent. <laughs> actually having great intellectual conversation with this man. We are talking like human beings. He is processing this and that, and that. I said, this guy is intelligent. So we're talking. So we walk through, we walk in Macy's, and I was telling Pastor Rick, I said, the amazing thing is that when I walked in Macy's, you know, I'm dressed up in my suit. I got, I'm looking sharp. I've got meetings all day. And here's this man who is homeless, dirty, dirty coat and everything. And no one stopped him because of who he was walking with and I says I thought that minute I says man this is what Christ did for me I said as messed up as I was as a sinner because I was with Jesus Come on come on come on because every day I make sure I'm with Jesus that doors that want to close can't close Come on, I'm preaching better than y'all saying amen. Uh, uh, Doors that want to shut can't shut uh, because I, I know I don't look the best. I may not be the best spiritually, but Jesus is with me. Huh? And as long as I'm with Jesus, no matter how I look or what people think about me, I'm in good company. Come on. So so we, we walk in there. We walk in there. And I, I, I didn't I didn't say where the cheapest clothes are. He got some Calvin Klein stuff. And we picked out some stuff and went and paid for it. And then he gave me a hug. He gave me three hugs. And I was like, yeah, God, you're working on me. Like, I feel, you know, I have my sharp clothes on. God, he's like, give me a hug. And I'm hugging him. And I walk away. He says, can I have another hug? And I'm giving. We just hugging. People looking at him. We and Macy just hugging back and forth, just hugging. And 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 so I walk away and I turn back and he's still standing there. And the toy, I go back, I says, you know, Trevor, what, what's are you still here? And this man's about his mid-50s. And I said, What's what, what's wrong? He says, I, I want to put him on. I said, All right. So, but he was so intimidated to ask someone because he's used to rejection, that he was gonna stand in and wait and see if he can find someone know, the lady by the counter. I said, let's go. So we went looking for a dressing room. And I, nobody, again, nobody going to say nothing to me, right? Looking, looking for a dressing room. He goes in the back. I said, I'm going to stand here while you go change your clothes. And he changed his clothes, came out looking good. I said, I got to go. I'm real late now. <laughs> but I'm going to go. But again, God taught me something in that. He taught me. Sometimes we think we know what people need. Gosh. We, we think we're doing our good deed that makes us feel good. Oh come on, come on! Oh, oh, oh yeah, I, I, I gave him something. Yeah, he ought to be glad. Look, look what I did. And here you are, you trying to look good. And God saying, yeah, but you gave him what he didn't need. Amen. God, y'all, come on! You you gave him something that he didn't need to make your own self feel good, to make your own self feel like you did something great when you didn't do anything because you just gave him something that he couldn't even use. But sometimes we gotta stop and say, what do you need? What do you need, God? God, why? Because we're scared to say that because it's gonna really require. It's going to really require us to dig into our resources. It's going to really require us to sacrifice ourselves. It's going to really—God is asking you today, I I want you to ask me, what do I need? Gosh. Stop giving me what you think I want. (laughs) God, I want the church Sunday. Great! God, 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 I'm here. God, the game is on later, but I'm here. Great! But ask me what I need. God, I wish I had. Ask me what I need. That's true sacrifice. When I can ask God, what do you need? (laughs) What what, what do you need? What what, what, what do you need? I I know what I think makes me feel better that I give you, but that's irrelevant. What do you need from me? What do you want me to do? Where do you want me? Me to go. The last three, para means to branch off. To branch off. Something should be branching off of you. Adam produced Eve. Out of his rib came Eve. Then came the children. When you are blessed, there's something that should branch off of you. You should reproduce, be produced, to branch off. The next one is, para means the same kind of successive generation. It should be the, sorry, not two. The same kind and successive generation. The same kind and successive generation. So when you are blessed... That means the power of your blessing, the power of the blessing that God put upon your life does not get weak generationally. This is rich. It is, when I read this, I got excited. It means that as blessed as I am, my children are going to be just as blessed. And their children are going to be just as blessed. When you walk in the blessing, it does not get weak generationally. It stays uh, strong, successive, and potent generationally. So when you are blessed and just being para, and again, we're only going to do para because we don't have enough time to do anything else. and we can just grab be fruitful, I, I, I mean, I mean that, that, that's how great this is. If we can just grab be fruitful, this is all just para, be fruitful. I mean, could you imagine how our life would be turned upside, right side up, not upside down, right side up because it's upside down now if we would just para, be fruitful? Receive that portion of it. The last portion, the last uh, definition of power is abundance. So when he says be fruitful, he says that I'm giving you permission to live in abundance. This last scripture says in John 10 and 10, the thief cometh on, not comes only in order to steal and kill and destroy. He said, but I came that you may have what? And enjoy life and have it in what? Abundance. To the full until it overflows. Man, that's a good life. He says, I came that you may have life in abundance until your life is full. And until what I have given you, you can close your Bibles, begins to overflow. Be fruitful, para. This week, I want you to focus on para. God, help me to be fruitful. What is God calling you to do that's going to help you be fruitful? I don't know if you have enough capacity to talk about the rest of the blessing. Man, that's just, that, that's just you being fruitful. What is God calling you to do? What is, and this watch this. This is a part of your inheritance as a child of God. That's the great thing about it. It's a part of your inheritance. Pastor Rick said something the other day when we were in the car when we were talking about that testimony. He said the great thing about that story, Pastor, is that uh, uh, the man didn't even have to ask. He didn't stop you to ask. You asked him, what do you need? I said, that talks about the grace of God. God's grace is so great. Watch this, the things you didn't even ask for that his grace just automatically provides. You don't deserve it. You didn't do anything to deserve it. You're no better than the person that's out there shooting dope in the street. That could have been you. Come on, we, we had some of the same issues they had out there. That could have been us. Some of us were this close to taking that needle. Some of us were this close to making a bad decision. But God's grace, God's love, God—I mean, He's so good to us. But now He's called you to show His goodness to somebody else. He's called us to go out there and show His goodness to somebody else. I want you to put your Bibles down and jump to your feet. And Rob, just come play something for me. Uh, I, I, we want you to be walk under the blessing and multiply. Multiply, multiply, let God do what he's called you to do. You're going to live a season of para. Be fruitful, multiply, replenish, subdue, have dominion. Just be fruitful. Man, could you imagine this, this blessing is so rich, Sister B, but just on para, being fruitful, how much is involved in you being fruitful? This is your year to grow up and grow out, branch out. This is your year to live in abundance. Come on. This is your year to walk in and do everything that God has called you to do. It's going to be great. It's going to be, but you you have to believe this, right? You have to believe this word with every ounce of your body. You got to believe this. You got to believe it for you and your family. You got to believe it. You got to digest it. You got to live in that atmosphere that said, this is for me. I want you so blessed, Sister Renee, until you're you giving away cars and houses. Come on, you're you, you giving it away because you so blessed. You're you a para. Woo. Come on. You're so fruitful that your produce, people can enjoy what you produce. So they have the whole produce section. Renee's produce section because she got so much that she's producing. Come on, come on, God. God got so much that you're producing. Sister Gail, that people are getting blessed. And I think about how her niece saw her doing something and got motivated to do something for somebody else. That's the blessing. That's what the blessing does. It motivates people to do their kingdom assignment. And when we start doing that, every seat, and this church will be filled because we're helping people do what God has called them to do. And you're so fruitful that your fruit follows you on Sundays. <laughs> your fruit takes a chair, a seat next to you in the pew. I mean, I want you so fruitful. Your family's following you. Your cousin's following you. Your block is following you because, man, you some, you're a good tree produces some good fruits and your fruit remains, the Bible says. So I want you to lift those hands up and just ask God right where you stand. Just God, help me to be para. Help me to be fruitful. I want to get my life right so I can be fruitful. I don't want to be a dead, cursed tree. I want to be fruitful. Come on, I want to be fruitful. Come on, for 60 seconds, make it your prayer. Come on. Over, this is your fruitful time from now until the end fruitfulness is on your life you don't have a season of fruitfulness you have a life of fruitfulness a life of
1: come. Your will be done, here as in, heaven. Here as in heaven.
0: Father, we're just so thankful. We got saved you decreed para on us and everything we touch has to be fruitful <laughs> everyone that is here today we cancel every dry season we cancel every dry season in their life Come on, I'm saying I'm, I'm speaking in right now. We cancel every dry season. Dry season of finances, dry season of prayer, dry season of worship, dry seasons, we cancel you in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Come on, take two seconds and just decree that over your life. No dry seasons. No dry seasons. No dry seasons. No dry seasons. But I live in para, abundance, blessing, growth. It is all my life. It is on me in the name of Jesus. It is the evidence. It is the evidence. Thank you, Jesus. We decree that they shall see it, identify it, experience it be the creative, pull it to us somebody say para speak to yourselves, I command you to para be fruitful be fruitful be fruitful be fruitful be fruitful, be fruitful. Be fruitful. Be fruitful. Produce. produce produce, produce be productive and produce no more wasted time. Be productive and produce. In Jesus' name, amen. Come on, clap those hands and give Jesus. Man, I feel an anointing on that. Grab your seat quickly. We're going to let you go. Just want you to get your seed in your hand. You know, we are a sowing ministry, and now that you are reconnected to the vision. You understand what we represent here and you're part of RCC. You're a consistent tither, and you sow seed because you get blessings. But like I said in the growth track, because it's, it's, it's his system, it works. It works. It just works. The enemy's system of buying and selling has gotten people into thousands of dollars worth of debt. But God's System gets you out. Come on. It gets you out. It's designed to do that. It's designed to get you out. And so God's going to give us insight, wisdom, and strategies in order to make that happen. How many people are excited about your life? Come on, you're excited. You're excited. You're excited. Good things. Good things. Good things are happening. Now look at somebody and say, I'm so glad you're a part of RCC. Tell them, I'm so glad, I'm so glad. Come on, so glad. Renee, I'm so glad, I'm so glad. I'm so glad you're a part of RCC. And it's going to be better because you're here. Come on, it's going to be better because you're here. It's going to be better because you're here. It's going to be better because you're here. Now, some of you maybe want to give by the app. That's great. You can give by the app. I think I have a picture of the app up here somewhere. Uh, so you can do that. You can give by app. How many people enjoy giving digitally? It's really great. It's easy. It's convenient. As I always say, Rob wakes up all times at night giving the seed. So it's awesome. So you can wake up anytime, tap into your app, and you can just let the Lord use you. So we're so thankful for that. Amen. Trying to keep as relevant with technology as possible, so that we can make it easy and convenient. And we're gonna get you out of here at one on the nose, so you can get home, get cozy, get comfy, get those wings going on, get those wings going on with your dipping sauce. Praise the Lord. (laughs) Who got some? Who gonna have some wings today? Your wings, got, got the wings going on. Red fish, oh, that's, that's good too. And mussels, my goodness. I, I need to detour the jersey. Man, Some good stuff going on there. Point your hand towards your seed. Father, we thank you for every seed that was sown today. As they release seed, you release harvest. Thank you, God, for the overflow and the abundance. Even those that gave digitally, God, we thank you for that same blessing on their seed. And we pray that their seed is blessed because this soil is blessed. And we thank you, God, they shall have para- fruitfulness shall overtake them and produce. In Jesus' name, somebody say, amen. Amen, amen, amen. Now I'm going to do this. Stand to your feet. We haven't done this in a while. I'm going to speak our RCC confessions before we go so the enemy can't shut our mouths, all right? All right, Rock City Church Confessions. Job 22 and 28 says what? Thou shalt also decree a thing, and it shall be established unto thee, and the light shall shine upon thy ways. Lord, we claim Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, for the kingdom of God. We call the establishment of RCC Philly a success. We thank you, Lord, for making RCC Philly the net to catch the harvest of this in time. We decree and declare that their their presence to change lives is here. We decree that RCC is a place where people from all races, ethnicities, and cultures worship. Because we are a tithing and sowing ministry, we decree and declare that there is no financial lack. We are debt-free in Jesus' name. We decree the blessing of the Lord upon RCC Philly and praise you for a continuous flow of the harvest of souls. We decree that we have a harvest of volunteers who will give of their time, talent, and resources to move this vision forward. Everyone who unselfishly sets his or her hands to move this assignment forward will receive a kingdom reward. Thank you for the favor of God that causes us to make bold moves. We decree as a church family that we are blessed, healed, favored, and walking in purpose. We believe, we receive, in Jesus' name. Amen. Father, we thank you for this house, that it is blessed and favored. Let this be a week of tremendous overflow and fruitfulness. And we give you praise until we meet again. We give you praise in advance for what you're doing for this year. 2018 is a year of great movement. In Jesus' name, amen. Go put your arms around somebody and say, para, para. Come on, tell them, tell them.